Did you know using your browser in incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? Take back your privacy with IPVanish VPN. Just one tap and all your data, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be instantly protected. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. Use IPVanish on all your devices, anytime you go online at home and especially on public Wi-Fi. Get IPVanish now for 70% off a yearly plan with this exclusive offer at IPVanish.com audio. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Rated E for everyone, 10 and up. Hey, this is Chris Walken. You're listening to That Story Show, which is great because I like it. Hey, I got to have more cowbell. This episode is brought to you by you and our patrons who support the show on a monthly basis. Join the club, get exclusive podcast content and more at patreon.com slash that story show. Hey. This is that story show, people. Hallelujah! Yeah. Hey, it was cooking pizza. I turned into a bat. I flew into the street. I, was <laughs> I left her some guano. Hey, podcast people! This is that story show where we're telling hilarious real life stories. This is episode three twenty five, brought to you the week of January 9th, two thousand twenty. <laughs> Is it is it okay to say 2020, or am I going to get hated on by people that say it's now time to make the switch to 2020? Mm. I don't know, but I'm your host. My name is James Kennison, and my good friend is here. Hey, I'm John, and I'm so happy to be back. I'm up to my elbows and iPads. Ooh, wow. You got a few of them, huh? I did. Well, they're not for me, actually. They're for the kindergartners, but oh. I'm still up to my elbows in them. Really? <laughs> That's, sound important. That sounds cool. That uh, yeah. Have you seen the movie Noel on Disney Plus? No, I have not. I've okay. been wanting to watch it, but I, I haven't. It's not it. great, but it's cute. Oh, it's cute. Right. Was it as good as uh, the Claws on uh, Netflix? I don't know. I didn't see that one. I've oh. been I've been over on Disney Plus a lot. Like I Me watched too. I watched Aladdin last night, like the live action one. Yeah and, yeah, and it met my expectations, which weren't very <laughs> high, but it was cute, I, yeah. you know. But Yeah, I enjoyed it. It, my, it went from theaters to Disney Plus pretty quickly, let's just say. Yeah. You know? Back in the day, it was released straight to DVD. Now it uh, just goes straight to Disney Plus. Straight to Disney Plus. It's right in there. Well, we always start with an opening story, and this one's called Watering the Plants. It's sent in from Tallulah from Los Angeles. I got a burp. Uh. <laughs> was that real? Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> I was trying to hold it back. I was going to throw up. That was awesome. It sounded like it was a recording. <laughs> it did. I thought that was part of the story. <laughs> we, we, we do have high-end 
<laughs> recording equipment. So <laughs> it was nice. Man. Uh, hi, James and John. You may remember me from the junk rocket story, which by the way, was a hundred percent true, except for the names. Remember mm. we, we can't, we threw shade on that, on her saying that we didn't believe that someone would get racked by a rocket just by looking over it. But she says it's real. So I have to believe yeah. her now. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I was listening. I'm in. I, I'm in too. I'm in too. I was listening to past episodes when I remembered this story. My cousins live on the opposite side of the globe, and I was visiting them when I was about five years old in the middle of the ocean. Where where do they hmm. live? You're supposed to tell us these things. The opposite side. Yeah. Uh, if if I look at the opposite side, there's water on the opposite side, and maybe like the globe is the name of her neighborhood. Yeah. And they live on the other <laughs> side of it. Oh, <laughs> uh, 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 I I'll call the cousin in my story Bill. All right, we like that. Bill. Bill. He had just turned five three days before this took place, and we were wandering around in his backyard admiring the plants. My uncle takes a lot of pride in his garden. Suddenly, mm. Bill, who was five, let's remember, pulled down his pants. And I'll just say he started watering the plants. <laughs> I, I tried to tell him to stop, but he said, you're my age. I won't listen to you. If <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I won't listen to you. He's five now, you know. Yeah, you're, not, not you're, the, my you're not the boss of me. I'll water whatever plants I want. But if my uncle had found out, he would have flipped because his plants <laughs> are his prized possessions. Well, maybe that's why Bill was peeing on him. <laughs> Maybe he's a little I'll jealous. My dad. I'll show dad who's boss. He loves the petunias more than me. I'm going <laughs> to pee on them. Come out and smell the roses, dad. <laughs> I watered them for you. Yeah. Oh, ah. Anyway, God. thanks for reading. <laughs> I love the show. Never stop. That's what she says <laughs> from Tallulah in Los Angeles. We weren't planning on it. You don't have to yell. Oh, never, never stop! Oh goodness, let's rewind the week. Do it. All right, so rewinding the week is when we take something from the last seven days or so and bring it to you. And I had nothing happen funny to me or uh, amusing. I do have a goal, however, that I reached. And yeah. uh, for for the, some of you who know. I am a I am a fat guy. All right, you 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 may not have ever looked up a picture of me, and and I worry about this. I worry about this a lot because people hear my voice, and then I've met people in real life, and they look at me for a while with this weird look on their face, like your face doesn't match your voice. <laughs> <laughs> You're not how I expected you to be. <laughs> you know, is what I what I get. Um, so anyway, I am a fat guy and I'm on, I'm doing a diet where there's a certain amount of points involved and, uh, I won't, I don't need to name the place that does the points. Cause if you know, then you're in the in crowd and you're, you're on there. And I'm also on the green, the green team on there. So you'll know oh. what that is if you're in there too, but I, biggest loser? uh, <laughs> no, oh. I, I'm not on biggest loser. No. But uh, See, would, I'm not cool. big enough to be on Biggest Loser. I'm not that big. <laughs> but I've lost eight pounds so far. And nice. uh, yeah, I'm pretty excited about that. That's how much you lost on keto, right? And you did that for what, three months? I know. 
that's why that's why I, I quit keto and uh I just went with weight you know diets diets dieting diets. eating less and I get to eat bread and cereal again so it's mm. it's a wonderful portion thing control. yeah portion control, control is what it's all about that mm. and eating a lot of apples and bananas <laughs> apples and bananas yeah apples <laughs> and bananas so opals and bononos absolutely absolutely so um yeah really excited about it and um it was really cool because the place i'm dieting through with the help of sent me a little keychain fob uh when i hit five pounds and um i may hit 10 pounds by next monday i weigh in every monday and uh so yeah yeah well, that's so, awesome. Congrats. If there's anybody out there that knows about the points and the stuff and you want a friend, I'll be your friend. <laughs> so anyway, you got a friend in me. You got uh, several friends in me right now. I I have a whole <laughs> extra friend that I'm trying to get rid of. <laughs> I'm going to get rid of this friend. I, I got a 9-year-old child that I need to <laughs> I just need to get off my body. <laughs> So, Man, that's weird. That's, that's a weird. Thought. That's my goal to lose about a hundred pounds. So, uh, or a nine-year-old. Yeah, nine-year-old. <laughs> my kids say. <laughs> well, congrats on eight, man. If if a hundred's your goal, then you are a, almost a tenth of the way there. So yeah, I'm, I'm gonna that's get good. there. I'll be there eventually. I believe in you. I I believe in me too. I I did it when I was tw- in my twenties, and I reached goal weight. And then I just kind of quit and let go, and uh, like I made it, yay! I'm skinny. And then I I I just ate Nate, you know. And uh, okay, now what? <laughs> so I can do it again. I believe that. And uh, my wife deserves a, a skinnier me. I I'm tired of wearing just t-shirts and jeans all the time. I'd like to wear nice clothes again, you know. Like so tuxedos. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly what I was thinking. Tuxedos. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'll go straight from t-shirts right over into formal wear. That's I've got <laughs> find me some nice patent shoes, please. Yes, yes. Shine the them up. I have cufflinks and everything. Cause because hmm. fat guys can't wear cufflinks. Did you know that? <laughs> I did not. I didn't either. I made it up. So oh. just 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 a little fat guy um uh hatred. Just throwing it out, out there. <laughs> Just just spreading the seeds of disinformation about fat guys. All right. So, John, what did, what's what been going on in your world? Oh, man, I got so much going on. But but this happened to me just today. And I'm I'm actually still a little bit shaken by it. Oh, boy. Um, yeah. So I, I I got this call. I don't usually I don't usually answer calls that I don't recognize the number to. Yeah. Just because, you know, I don't I don't have time for somebody trying to sell me a timeshare or whatever. And but I had just put in like a service call and I thought it was the the tech calling back to tell me, hey, I can come fix the printer tomorrow, you know, or whatever. Um and I answer the phone and nobody says anything. I'm like, Hello, can I help you? Um and this guy says, You're stealing my bandwidth. Whoa. I'm like, Whoa. I didn't say anything. I'm like, uh, okay, what what? He's like, yeah, you're stealing my bandwidth. I got your number. I looked up your IP address, and you're stealing my Wi-Fi. You need to stop. Wow. I'm like, I'm, I'm like, okay. Well, I know 
first of all, I want to get real defensive really quick, but I know that I haven't been stealing anybody's bandwidth. I got my own Wi-Fi at home and, but I don't, I can't speak for everybody in my house. Right. Right. So I'm thinking this could be my neighbor. It could be somebody pulling a trick on me. And I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to be kind at the same time. Like, is this, is this for real or who yeah, is this? Yeah, Cause can't you just change your Wi-Fi password and get people off your Wi-Fi? Yeah, the guy had it's like he wasn't even listening to me. Yeah. It's like he had his own agenda. He's like, You're stealing my Wi-Fi and you need to stop it. I pay hard money for this. And if you don't cut it out, I'm getting the police involved. And at that point, I'm like, Oh, please do, because you're a freak. <laughs> uh, but I didn't say that, obviously, because it stays in my head most of the time. You're I'm a like, good man. I, I just like I'm like I, well, I, I didn't know what to say. And so I'm just like, are you, are you, is, are you serious? And he's like, you just need to cut it out. You're what's problem with America. Oh boy. Stealing bandwidth. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> you need to stop. And then, and finally I'm just like, you know what? Okay. I'm sorry. I, and I said, I'm sorry. You're right. I am. I'm stealing your bandwidth. No, you didn't. I said that. And, and about the time I said that, I hear this laugh and then it hangs up. Oh my gosh! So I start to to leave my office because I I I don't even remember. I was I was a little heated by it. I start to leave my office and I look around the corner, and uh, the kids' pastor he's chuckling to himself uh. because he apparently got this app that you can get on your phone and it'll do a prank call. And it actually records both sides of it. Oh my gosh, <laughs> man! I was I was pretty hot. And I mean, <laughs> I don't like to be gotten like that, right? But right. I I appreciated the fact that it, it was very well done. Uh, so 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 the app produces this voice. Well, and- the app produces the whole recording. Remember, I said it didn't sound like the guy was even listening to me. Right, right. So he, he wasn't. It was yeah, recording. It was it was playing the voice, and then it, in but 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 recording both sides of the conversation. Yeah. Okay. And it, I don't know what scientist was behind how long to make that, and I'm, but it was. Perfect. I'm a little upset with you that you didn't bring that recording to the show. I might be able to, it's kind of embarrassing <laughs> to listen to myself because I'm like, man, you're such a wuss. Why don't you stand up for oh. yourself? <laughs> but uh, no, it was, I could probably get it. I'll have to no, see. No, it's okay. <laughs> I don't want you to feel like a wuss. No, it's, it's how I am. I I appreciate that. I, I think that's a good thing. And I think our listeners are behind you as well. <laughs> You're what's it, right with America, John. <laughs> yeah, I mean, when that when that when that guy started saying, "I was wrong with it," I was like, "Man, that's just okay. This guy's an idiot. But I'm gonna let him think I'm stealing his bandwidth, and I'll stop stealing. Bandwidth. That makes you feel better. There's so many problems with that call. I would have. I don't know, man. I'd have been fighting him. I'd have been just verbally abusing him. <laughs> he wouldn't have said anything back. He was just. No, you're stealing my bandwidth. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't have got a word uh, in edgewise. Now that's a mean. That's a mean prank. I gotta say, it is pretty mean. Uh, it, it's kind of, <laughs> but it, I especially gotta say, to play on John. 
Who's a nice yeah, guy. You heard him. He was really laughing to himself pretty good. He thought uh, he was proud of himself. He needs to be fired. <laughs> tell him, let him know. Yeah. Just tell him James from that story show said he's LBB of the, of the week. <laughs> What's LBB, James? Um, Just for the viewers and listeners that don't know, uh, LBB stands for living, breathing, butthead. It's someone that does nothing but exists to just be an LBB. So... There you go. I do get that a lot. We for, yeah. we forget to a, a, tell people what it means, and I'll say it, and and yeah. folks are like, "What does LBB mean?" And I'm like, "Oh yeah, we haven't told anybody Generates for a while." In our show, yeah, yeah. It does. So, um, speaking of interest in our show, I wanted to thank a few patrons for supporting the show. Um, I don't usually read uh, new patrons on the show. I don't know that I do or don't, but I'm going to. Um, we usually make fun of them, but that's only during November. That's true. But Jane Upgraph, I wanted to thank you for becoming an $8 patron. Uh, David uh, Booth, I wanted to thank you for boosting your support from $4 a month to $8 a month. K- Kale uh, Lomson, oh, I, <laughs> I'm sure I bombed on that one. Uh, thank Lawrence. you f- for $4 a month. And Shan Shen. Uh, I think I just said a bad word, but um, <laughs> I want to thank you for $2 a month. Every little bit helps, and we we love our patrons, and we love our listeners alike. Uh, we just love the patrons a little bit more. That's Yeah, because, you know, and our listeners love our patrons a little bit more, too. Yeah, because, they better, because they're, yeah. they're helping out. They're helping keeping the show alive. It's great. Well, um, I say thanks, too. Thanks, yeah. patrons. Thank you, guys. And, uh... Yeah, just remember, don't steal John's bandwidth. Cause... <laughs> don't call me accusing me of it either. Yeah, John will give you bandwidth for free. <laughs> He'll give it to you. Uh, we got an email from a listener. Uh, this is from Telman. He's a guy that used to be in my youth group back in the day when I was a youth pastor. He says, yeah. I'm, I'm currently listening to episode 321 again because I'm spray priming ceilings and walls, and the podcasts keep me from going down uh down oh oh the podcasts keep going down in order i, I thought he was <laughs> trying to tell me that the paint fumes were overcoming him or something i, I was <laughs> I like maybe down. this was a cry for help and i totally <laughs> just cut and pasted it into the show notes without knowing <laughs> uh, uh, so anyway now i'm writing to tell you john that abbots yeah. abbots ford B, B, british columbia where i live is the capital of Hallmark movie filming. No way. Yeah, he says they literally film Hallmark movies here year-round and every few weeks, if not more. So if you want to try to be in one, he said, I'd plan a stay at Abbotsford. Also, for keeping me, thanks for keeping me entertained at work. With love, Tillman. That's awesome. So there well, you go. Well, I know what I'm doing next week. Gonna go visit Abbotsford and and be Abbotsford. Be the old man that might just have been Santa Claus the whole time. Yeah, yeah. that's my goal. So I shaved my beard off. So I heard that you said that you had a story so big that it could be considered the featured story. Are you? Is that true, John? That that's true, and it's it's like multiple stories it, okay. it kind of explains where i was over the last couple of weeks so all right yeah. well, well then i'll play this let me tell y'all a story let me tell y'all a story let me 
tell y'all a story. All right, John, take it away. <laughs> okay. So I did take it away. I took I took two I took two plus weeks off of of work. Wow. For Christmas. Well see, deserved, I, I I'm a, sure. I I like to think so. And I and I do hope that others uh, feel that way. And and after I mention the fact that I I don't typically take time off except for around the holidays, um, that's why I took I had some time that I really needed to take or I would have lost it. So uh, so I did. I took a couple weeks and went out west to visit my mom, and she lives in a little town called Powell, Wyoming. Wow. And let me tell you, uh, she literally lives in farmland. In fact, uh, she told me the other day that there was a dead cow in her front yard. Oh, boy. <laughs> she said it had been there a couple of days and she didn't even notice it. So uh, ah! <laughs> it's kind of sad. That's weird. Poor cow. That's but yeah, there's a, a de- deceased cow in her yard. Uh, but it's an it's an awesome place in Wyoming. If we got any Wyoming listeners, a uh, super high five to you because I love your state. But um, so we uh, we went out there and um, I, I I don't dislike flying. It it flying doesn't bother me. It's just kind of boring, you know. Just yeah. sitting there. With, just, with, you with just want to get there. You just want to get there, and you know the nice thing about Delta, and I will plug. Like Delta because uh, they're not a sponsor, but they should be. Um, they love to fly and it shows. And uh, <laughs> that used to be their tagline. I don't know what it is now. But the the planes that we were on, they all had TV screens like right in the the back of the seats. And wow! Mind you, I'm not like a, a a traveler. I don't go take flights very often. In fact, this year is the most flights I've taken in a long time, and it was two. Um, one to visit you for for Narthex Con, and yeah. this one. Um, but they have, they have planes. So you watch like movies and stuff and, you know, not even have to interact with people around you. It's, it's great. It's nice. And, and, you know, just make sure you take your headphones off when they come to offer you the drinks and the peanuts. We don't because, get that uh, at Southwest. I'm tell you that. That's, yeah, that's, they don't, that's where don't, I fly mostly. That, well, you probably don't have to pay, pay the Delta prices. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, we don't. I had me some sky miles that I got to use. So okay. I was pretty happy. Um, but, uh, so it, it's, it's great, but, but, um, all four of us were flying my wife and the two boys. And, um, so it's kind of hard to get your seats, you know, really all together. Mm. So what I did is I put, uh, me and James, um, on a row together and I gave them the window seat. So I was right in the middle and then, um, and then Amy and Johnny were behind us. And, um, you know, Amy likes to check on us every now and then she'll, she'll reach between the seats and pat me on on the shoulder and smiling you know just let me know that she's there and i'm there yeah it's all good well making sure it, you're I, not cheating on her or anything ex- yes exactly so <laughs> so i'm sitting next to this this um asian lady Uh-oh. which i guess the race has nothing to do with it, it doesn't matter but no sweet I, I, lady. I, it's a lady that's the worried worrying part <laughs> <It's a lady. laughs> john you shouldn't be sitting next to a lady you're not married to yeah, I guess it, maybe I should have put uh, my son in the middle seat, and then I could have enjoyed the view. Um, Sorry, I didn't mean better. to interrupt. I just meant to judge no. you. You're you're good. You're right to judge, and I I feel uh, convicted, and and I will consider my ways again next time I I fly. Uh, but 
So I, I'm sitting next to a lady. She's to my to my right, and this is important for one reason because on the row behind me is my wife, and she is also sitting on the aisle seat. Okay. Okay. So, like I mentioned, Amy, my wife likes to to pat me on the shoulder and, and stuff. So she does that. She pats me on the shoulder and she looks at me. She smiles and you know, kind of gives you the wink, wink in the gun. Like if you even talk to that lady next to you, you're dead. Yeah. I, well, n- no. Can I have this? Just give me this. <laughs> yeah. That's what she did. Okay. She gave me the wink in the gun. Yeah. And then took her, her index finger and, and ran it across her throat. There you go. Yeah. That's what she did. <laughs> and then I, you know, I, I smile back and, and just kind of nod. And, and then I look down and she's reaching over between the chair and she starts rubbing the arm oh, of the lady next oh, to me. <laughs> and I look down at Amy's hand, rubbing this lady's arm. And then I look up at the lady and the lady looks over at me. And her eyes are kind of wide. And she looks down at her hand. And I look back at Amy. I said, that's not James. <laughs> And she she pulls her hand back and her eyes get super wide. And if you know Amy, you know, her eyes just are uh, beautiful and, and blue. And that's all you see is her eyes. And she pulls her hand back really slow. And, and I apologize to the lady next to me. I say, she thought you were my son. And I'm very sorry. She's like, oh, it's okay. <laughs> but the rest of the flight... Amy, I look back there every now and then her face gets red. <laughs> She's just like, I can't believe I did that. And you're you stuck, know? man. You're stuck on the plane. <laughs> and Amy, Amy should have just got a parachute and jumped out the back door. Because <laughs> yeah. I know that's what she wanted to do. Oh, yeah. She, uh, <laughs> she looked at me. And then, you know, that awkward part of when you're disembarking on the uh, or getting off the plane um, and you're all just kind of standing right, there. Right, right. And uh, so, you know, you got to have to work the perfect time at, as as when to apologize. And I was just to myself, I was thinking, man, I am sure glad that it wasn't me. That did that. <laughs> because I wouldn't want to have to look at this, you know, getting all comfy and cozy and get my shoulder rubbed by somebody else. Um, but, you know, she worked it out. She said, I'm so sorry. I thought you were my son. And oh, no, it's OK. Uh, I was but kind of into that it. Was, that was on the trip out. <laughs> made me feel comfortable um so that was that that's on the flight up now that's great it seemed like we had uh, a a few little mishaps um while we were out there my uh my brother-in-law he has a his family has a cabin out uh outside of the yellowstone uh forest cabin in the woods i exactly what it is it's an old cabin too oh it's literally in the woods and the national forest or whatever out there. And um, so we were going to stay out there for Christmas. And uh, so we, we uh, get the, it, he and I, and a couple of our kids were, we were going to go out early and get the, the cabin opened up. We had borrowed a snow machine from one of his friends and we were pulling it uh, on his van. He's got this old 15 passenger white van, you know, the kind that you, you don't want to drive around in with sunglasses and a mustache because <laughs> okay. yeah. you definitely don't give out candy from it because you'll be arrested. Right, right. Um, so we're taking our kids up and um, 
my brother-in-law, he, he told me while we were on, on the trip, he says, you know, we were headed into the snow. He says, you know, nine times out of 10, I usually get stuck in the snow. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, sure. Right. That's funny. Uh-huh. So we're pulling this trailer and, um, he wants to, he wants to get into the, you know, the, he wants to get in there the right way. He doesn't want to get stuck. So, right, right. Um, we have to turn around on this road that leads to Yellowstone. And uh, he sees this area. It's like a little pull-off area where, um, like, if you're going to go hike a trail or something, mm-hmm. it's, it's like a little area where you could park your car. Well, for these people out there, they, they actually bring their horses and they go hike trails with horses because the trails are so long or something. I don't wow. know. It was just a little corral there and stuff. And we've got about a foot of snow on the ground out there. He says, I'm just going to pull in here and, and just back out, and then we're just going to move around. Well, he pulls in, and as he tries to back out, it gets stuck. Oh. He's like, oh, I'm going I'm to have to rock it a little bit, I guess. And so he pulls forward a little bit and then starts to pull back, and he gets stuck again. Uh, He's like, wow, I think I might be getting stuck here. So he pulls forward a little bit more, and by this point, we're, we're off the road completely <laughs> and, and really getting stuck. Uh, pretty good. And uh, he's like, oh, man, I, I think I did it. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I guess you did. See, I don't know anything about driving in the snow. It doesn't do oh, that. Out. Oh, okay. And um, But, you know, he lives out there. Right. And he's used to it all the time. And so he knows that he's stuck. And so he tries to pull around and it becomes just a uh, a three-hour long ordeal. Oh, man. Because... We we get stuck in the snow, and then we decide, well, maybe we can make the van lighter if we take the trailer off. So we take the trailer off, and he and he gets it around the corner, and he starts getting up, and it is great. I'm like, I'm starting to cheer because, you know, the van's moving, and he gets it almost up to the road, and then it goes off the road a little bit, oh. just enough to where it's not on the road, and it's kind of in the weeds a bit. Of course, <laughs> there's no weeds because it's just all snow. Right, right. And uh, there we are, stuck in the snow. We got our trailer with the snow machine on it. So we think, well, we're not too far from the cabin. Let's go ahead and get on the snow machine and get everything over to the cabin and we'll be good. Well, we get the snow machine off. You know what a snow machine is, right? Yeah, is yeah. It, 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 it okay. eats the snow and spits it out the side. No, it's a snowmobile. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, snowmobile. So, so for fun. Yeah, for fun. Okay. To get to the cabin because of all the snow and stuff, we were actually going to have to pull everybody with the snowmobile. We got okay. the Okay, see, that changes everything. I thought you had a, a snow machine that was going to remove snow from the driveway. And I was ah, like, why yeah. don't they just pull that out and save the day? <laughs> Sorry for the confusion. Maybe I should rewind a little bit. It's a snowmobile. Okay. Uh, my bad. You see, I don't know the lingo. So there, there right. we go. That's all right. So we we get the snowmobile off and off the the trailer, and we're trying to start. It's one of those hand crank types, you know. You like you start a lawnmower and you're pulling on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we work on it. I mean, we started it fine when we were at his house. We had the right fuel and all that good stuff in it. It's ready to go. We get it out there in the cold, and it's not starting up at all. <sighs> and by this time, you know, I'm like, this this is just. This is just too comical not to be. So I'm just having a good time with it. I'm out there in the snow. I'm not working. I'm having a great time. And uh, and these these cowboys come up. This this um, 
I mean, literally cowboy. This guy gets out of his car. He's got he's got a six shooter on his side. No way. You know, he's, got a, he's got a for real handgun like a cowboy would be carrying. He's he's not wearing a cowboy hat. He's wearing a baseball hat. But I you're know stealing this- my bandwidth. No, you're not <laughs> stealing my bandwidth, son. You're dead. <laughs> I tracked your IP down. Um, so there he was. He, he's like, y'all need some help. And I'm, and, he, and my brother's like, yeah, I think we do. So his kids were behind him in a truck. They were going out Christmas tree hunting or I don't know. What do you do when you go out to find a Christmas tree? I mean, yeah. you go you, hunt one, I suppose. They can Shoot get it. a tag. Yeah. And cut it down and cut it. Anyways, they had the Christmas tree <laughs> in the back of the truck. This, these kids, they had this souped up four wheel drive truck came around pulled the pulled the trailer out of the snow helped pull the van out of the snow it was nothing for them it's like yeah. oh yeah we do this all the time four wheel drive like, oh, that's all it takes my my truck yeah. is four wheel driving dude it makes snow like nothing it makes it literally impo- like it's not even there it's so great that's so, pretty sweet it is sweet so hey, just a props for four wheel drive trucks. You yes, know? props out to four wheel drive trucks, everybody. Four wheel drive trucks don't sponsor our show, but they, sh- they they should. They should. Yeah, yeah, and they should also let us use them. So we get pulled out. We're we're good and safe. We're still trying to start the snowmobile, and we work on it for like I don't know. It seems like twenty minutes. There's like the guy touch, with the. Did you get to touch the gun? <laughs> no but i looked at it a lot <laughs> i mean it's just it's, it's foreign to me yeah to see somebody. I, I would imagine you would have to look at it. that's why i was asking about it because i'd be like the whole time like well you know is he gonna use the gun somehow <laughs> is that thing real i mean what, <laughs> apparently because they were going out uh, to get a christmas tree and hunting a tree gun, you gotta have your revolver on you man right <laughs> right because the sign that was posted in that area says you're in grizzly bear territory, dude. So, you know, be on alert. So I, I guess, you know, man, I was, have that. So that was like a legit need. He needed to have yeah. a, his gun on him, strapped on him like that. Man, I, yeah. th- that's foreign to me in, in the city. You would get shot right. in St. <laughs> right. Louis. You walk around with a gun on your hip. You, you just plan on being dead. By the end of if the you day, you don't have a badge on, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, he was a, he was a for real cowboy. That's and, great. Uh, I'm sorry to interrupt, was, but that's no. that's awesome. It's it's funny because you know I would look at it and you know it was a it was a Ruger, probably a 44 caliber, and uh, I I looked at it a lot because one I didn't want him to use it on me, and and two I was just in sheer awe of the fact that. This guy had a gun on his hip. <laughs> I don't know why that was weird, but anyway, uh, we worked on the snowmobile for a while, and it didn't start. And then Boo. finally, we were about to give up. And then my brother-in-law noticed that it was uh, the key was not on the on position. Oh, <laughs> so he flips it on. I mean, we were pulling the spark plugs, to everything, this thing trying to figure it out and so he says hey i think this is it so he turns the key on and then we pull it fires right up oh have you tried turning it on and off again yeah oh have you, is it plugged in i mean this is like basics here guy oh are you certain there's power to it yeah uh yeah and that's you know embarrassing uh, 
but also humorous. I mean, it didn't start at first, but then they turned it off and they just forgot to turn it back on. Oh I'm just gosh. the bystander in all this because I don't know anything about snow machines or snowmobiles. <laughs> so th- all that said, we get we get <laughs> everything packed, ready to go. We get down to the cabin and then we realize there's no water. No water. At all. There's no there's no water running in the cabin. And we find out moments later uh, that one of the other cabins a little bit down the road, um, they had a pipe burst. And so with the water on, because the same water uh. supply fed his cabin and the other one, that if we had the water on, it would just flood their cabin. Oh. So we, we had to get creative and um, we... We went back home, came back, and, you know, we're going to do this. We're going to have a good Christmas dad gummit because that's what we're going to do. So <laughs> this, we got this out is there. This sounded like Christmas Vacation, the movie. <laughs> this is really <laughs> dad gummit. We're going to enjoy it. <laughs> You're gonna, we're going to have this till Danny K. John's out. standing out there with a chainsaw <laughs> over his head. Arr, we're going to. Have a great day. Yeah, time. that thing wouldn't fit in our yard. It's not going in the yard, Russ. <laughs> uh, it's going in um, our living so room. It's going in our living room. <laughs> Such a great movie. Anyways, um, so we decided we're going to do it. We're going to have a good Christmas. And so we decided we're going to haul water from the river. And uh, <laughs> and we'll flush the toilets with the water from the river. And, and we'll make trips to the spring and, and put it in, uh, you know, good containers. And, and that's what we did. You can write whole new Christmas carols based on your Christmas at this cabin. <laughs> How would they go, Dave? through the snow because I did a number two and I've got to get some water to flush it down my poo. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's very appropriate. Oh, and true. Oh, my brother-in-law smells janky, so we've got to get some more. Or the guy can't take a <laughs> bath, and he's stinking up the floors. Oh, I don't know. Oh, I don't it's, know. Yeah, stinkle bells. Stinkle bells. That's crazy that you guys had to do that. I would have just gone over to the other cabin and said, and stood in <laughs> front of the open, broken pipe and said, "Okay, turn it on." Turn and, it on, let's see. And then t- take him a shower and then say, okay, turn it off. And that would have been oh, oh, oh. that would have been it. That stinks. It was, that that stinks that you couldn't that you didn't have separate water service. That's so weird. Yeah, well, it all it all is pumped in from a spring. Oh and then there's a cistern that that they that fills up and then they pump it from the cistern. Oh. And uh it does stink, but you know what? You're out in the woods, so that's that's life, man. Yeah. I, I bet but if you'd was, have had a gun on your hip, it would have been different, though. Let me tell you what. I, I could see myself becoming a cowboy, but I'd be a total poser. <laughs> but it would be awesome. <laughs> Carry around a six-gun. want to be a cowboy, baby. Yeah. Ride all night and I sleep all day. <laughs> Is that how it goes? I, I don't, don't know. I just know that one part. and I don't even know who sung it. I remember the song in the 80s, I want to be a cowboy. I want to be a cowboy, and you can be my cowgirl. You remember that one? No. I have a horse. I'll name him Trigger. Of course. You remember that? No. I'm going to have to look that one up. 
I think it's just called I Want to Be a Cowboy as opposed to I Want to Be a Cowboy Baby. So, so how was it? How was lake water or river water, creek water, whatever it was? How, how, how did that work? How many so, times did you beat a path to the creek and back? We went, uh, we went twice a day and we would get about 15 gallons in the, we used like insulated coolers, you know, like you would use for like a football Yeah. Team. Okay. Yeah. We would fill them up because what would happen is we, the, the river water was flowing. We had to break the ice to get, you know, to oh, it. Oh, wow. And we'd stick the bucket in and we pull it out and we pour it into the, to the cooler and by the time we were finished, there was already ice starting to form oh my in goodness. the buckets because, you know, the, the, the flowing water was probably 32 degrees at least. And, yeah. Um, but because it was running so quickly, it didn't have time to freeze or something. I don't know how it worked, but That's it right. was pretty awesome. You know, it, uh, we did that twice a day and then we went to the spring a couple of times and, and filled up and it was, man, I felt. I felt like I felt like a real rugged. You were roughing it, man. You was roughing it. Roughing it. Splitting wood and chopping things up to put in a fireplace. And I that, had Brother John's anointed beard oil all over my <laughs> face. And I, I bet you had a rule: the the old uh, if it's yellow, let it mellow. Yes. If it's brown, flush it down. Yes. Full in effect. Don't double flush because you're going to be stuck. <laughs> we got to fill the tank back up first. Oh, that's right. That's right. <laughs> oh, man. Yep. Our so, showers consisted of baby wipes. Oh, gosh. That was it. That's, that's commitment to the cause right there. We're going to enjoy Christmas in this crappy old cabin. <laughs> yeah. And we're going to put up with no water. Oh, it was four adults and uh, two, four, six kids. Good Lord, John. That's yeah. not a vacation. That's work. Oh, man. It, was, it wasn't It was work for me. I, oh, really? I, we sent the, the kids went outside and they sledded all day. They'd come back inside to warm up and then go right back out. Okay. I stayed outside and chopped wood because I just enjoyed it. And uh, it was awesome. <laughs> I loved it. Got some great pictures. I bet you did. But that was my Christmas. Wow. Yes, sir. Man, my Christmas was boring. I didn't get to yeah. see anybody with a gun. <laughs> <laughs> nobody, nobody. We had running water the whole time and hot water <laughs> even and cold water and all yeah. that. Yeah. You didn't have to boil it to wash dishes or anything? No, no. And and yeah, they they have pipes that now that bring it right into the house and stuff. So that's crazy. And, and out of the house too, right? Yes, yes. <laughs> Those are bigger pipes for some reason. Mm, but wow. they they do their job. Well, thank you for sharing with us uh, your your uh, your story there. That that's well, thanks for listening. Sounds like a magical trip. And, uh, uh, it was better than Disney. I would have been pulling my hair out myself, personally. I'd have been giving up, um, especially when I thought I had a snow machine and uh turned out it was, <laughs> it was a snowmobile. 
I'm like, we're going to be clearing snow. This is going to be great. We don't have to deal with all this white car. crap. And then all of a sudden, no, we're going to. Did you get to? Did you get to go on the snowmobile at least? Oh yeah. And is that fun? I've never done yeah. that. Sounds it's, fun. It it is fun. Eventually, the brakes gave out on it. Oh no! <laughs> oh, <laughs> it seems like one thing kept happening. Oh. Eventually, the brakes did give out on it, and um, but I just didn't. I just didn't open the throttle up all the way. It's amazing how fast forty miles an hour feels when you're. Just wind out in, in the your wide face. open, yeah. freezing wind in your face, and yeah, <laughs> it was awesome. That's crazy. That's crazy. I'd love to do that sometime. But jet skis are fun too. It's yeah. just it's just when you're fat, all the weights up high, and so if you stop here, here's here's a tip: <laughs> if you're fat <laughs> and you're on a jet ski, don't ever stop going forward. Because the minute you stop going forward, you will fall over sideways. <laughs> is that right? It is absolutely the the truth. And then I've you will been on a jet ski. and you will not be able to get back on the jet ski because you're fat <laughs> and you can't get up. You can't pull yourself up onto the jet ski. And 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 the 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 marshal or whoever it was in the boat that came to save me. Uh, uh, this is a personal experience. Uh, they will come and they will help you and put you back on the jet ski. <laughs> but if you fall <laughs> off again, which I did, uh, you you just need to hang it up and just go you swim to shore. Yeah, just give it up. But it uh, the, for the moments that I was buoyant and vertically aligned with the planet, it was uh, and above the water and all that. It was it was a blast, such a, th- cool. a thrill. And I think I was going more than forty. Had to have been. Um, I felt like I was going 100, but it yeah. said 40 on the little thing. So uh, maybe I wasn't either. I don't know. But man, going across those waves, just. Oh, well, I can imagine that a jet ski and a snow machine are probably a lot alike. Snow machine. A snowmobile, a John. Sorry, I keep saying that, don't I? Yeah. A snow machine makes snow, I believe, actually, at, at mm. like off, off off of season places so people can ski but uh, well, <laughs> well i i made some snow that so my brother-in-law we bought this i bought this uh this this little sled that to pull behind the snowmobile and and he's like hey i'll just ride in the sled and we'll go up and pick up the stuff well so apparently on the back of the snowmobile there's this little flap that that keeps snow from flying up and and getting in, in people's faces oh no <laughs> Well, the flap on this thing was a little bit broken. Oh, no. <laughs> so he's sitting in the back. He's sitting in the back of this thing. <laughs> and um, I, I I start going, and it's just flicking a little bit of snow up. And, and man, I just, I was like, hey, I, I want to do this. So I, I hit the gas, <laughs> and we go flying. <laughs> I mean, I never hear a peep out of him back there. But once we stop... I look back there. He's laying down <laughs> in the bottom of this thing with his back to the snow machine, and he's just covered with snow. <laughs> <laughs> There's just a, a little, like, little snowman back there. That's all yeah. it is. He's like, I was, I was gonna. I thought you might look back maybe and see that I was getting blasted. <laughs> no, I don't care. I'm too busy having fun, dude. <laughs> I was having fun. It was awesome. Uh. As like a little kid in a candy store. That's great. I am jealous of almost none of your 
uh, stories. <laughs> <laughs> Except for the, the, the part about the um, snowmobile and the gun. I'm jealous of gun. the gun and I'm jealous of the <laughs> snowmobile. But, uh, but with, when the brakes give out, I'm not jealous anymore. But uh, up to that point, I am. We do have some listener stories. You want to dive into those? We probably should because I've been talking a long time. Let's do it. All right, this one's called Superpowered Sunshade. It's from Harrison Wellington, or Harrison in Wellington, New Zealand. He says, Wow. Hello, James and John. My name is Harrison, and I'm only about 10, so don't judge my writing. Yeah, well, we we do. We do that kind of thing. So that's that's part of our, our part of our shtick. Um I also didn't include my last name, so you can't butcher it. Yeah, well, you know what? <laughs> it was in your email address. And I, <laughs> I'm only not sharing it because you're ten. <laughs> but I, I think I could have pronounced it just fine, actually. So, you know, <laughs> there you go, Mister Harrison. Um, I have been listening since you went to Subway shirtless, and I'm a big fan. You remember that? <laughs> yeah. No. You How don't. Well, it was it. Uh, we, people might remember that there was just a day I was planning on going to Subway, and um, I did go to Subway, and I took my jacket off and put it on the back of the chair, and the kids are looking at me. Now. Yeah, and I had my undershirt on, and that was it. <laughs> yeah. So the jacket goes back on. It was strange. Nobody looked at me weird except for my kids and this Asian lady that was sitting nearby. <laughs> she was grabbing her arm for some reason. I don't know why. But anyways, <laughs> let's let's get into the story, he says. Okay. Now I like to call this story the umbrella that wanted to fly. But if you guys don't like it, well, you could change it. Well, we didn't, so we did. So this story happened, I think, about four or five years ago. I'm not sure. But anyways, before I can tell the story, I must explain how our house is built. Okay, so please do. here we go. So imagine this. You walk out the front door to a tiled area with a picnic table. Now, on the picnic table, there's not, uh, there is an umbrella, not like one you use in the rain, but more like for shade on a hot, sunny day. Yeah, we're familiar with the concept. Yeah. yeah. Now, now to get down to the front yard, there was some brick stairs. And once you got down from there, it was the front yard. So now I can tell my story. I think you could have told your story without that, but that's okay. We, we like context. Uh, brick stairs are always important. Yeah, it's, it's important to get all the details in there when you're 10. Um, one hot sunny day, I was uh, in the tiled area, and my dad on the front lawn was doing some work. Now, here in New Zealand, it's pretty windy, but in Wellington, the place I live, it's even windier. It has mm -hmm. earned Wellington the nickname Windy Wellington. So, I was most likely playing with a bouncy ball, and dad was doing some weeding on the front yard. So, I was just playing like a four-year-old should when suddenly the wind picked up. And it was pretty normal for me, but what happened next wasn't. Suddenly, the wind grew even greater and greater until my bouncy ball rolled out of my hands and down the steps, the brick steps. And now the wind was just still as great as before, and I couldn't see it because of all the dust being blown around. Suddenly, I heard a screech from behind me, and I turned Ooh. to see, and there was our umbrella 15 meters up in the air. I have no idea how many meters that is. 15. That's like 150,000 feet, I think. 
<laughs> I think you're right. I'm pretty sure of it. <laughs> I think it's a lot of inches and yards. It's it's quite a bit. I was just watching in amazement until the winds died down. The umbrella came crashing down towards me like a bullet. I had to drive out of the way. I tried to dive out of the way, rather. He wasn't driving. He was only a few years old. But um, but the end of it hit me in the head, and I screamed for my dad to come up the steps. What is it, he said. I told him. The umbrella flew and then stabbed me in the face, but... I think he said it was my imagination. <laughs> I still think of this story to this day and the way my dad didn't believe me and I hate him. Thank you guys <laughs> for, for making this podcast and for adding things to my story that I never wrote. <laughs> I love you so much. Keep up the great work. When I get older, I'm going to send you each a thousand dollars. Harrison Wellington, New Zealand. <laughs> Yep, Man, you heard it there. So nice of him to say that kind of stuff. That was nice. I mean, even though he's 10, he's going to give us $1,000 each when he gets older. Yeah. That's so cool. Thanks, man. I'll sing him a song for that, too. I wonder what the, the conversion rate is from New Zealand to U.S. dollars. I, I think it's like a million to one. I, I hope so. so. I hope so. It's like $100 million that. That we it's, would that he would give us. It's like at least fifteen meters of cash. Fifteen meters. Yep, that's enough to build a brick uh, porch with. Yeah, <laughs> you can do it. And buy another umbrella that can fly and, and injure somebody. When yeah, I'm glad he explained the umbrella thing because man, I would have totally thought he was talking about like a Mary Poppins umbrella. You know, <laughs> <laughs> with a little uh, vulture head on the bottom. It's, it was a parrot. <laughs> Oh, is this a parrot? Yeah. Was it see, a, I it was was a, a vulture? <laughs> I don't know. I just seem like, I don't, I mean, it always said kind of weird to me why she would have a vulture. Have you watched the movie recently? It's on Disney Plus, man. Just forward to that spot. And All right. It's just a little parrot. It only talks twice in the whole movie. I remember it talking a lot more when I was a kid, but. It only I mean, that's twice. what I lived for that part. And when she was flying and then when they were jumping into the chalk paintings, that was, was very, those cool. are my favorite parts. Yeah. All right. Hey, we got a, a story here from uh, Matt McCall in Charleston. You may recall him as a crop duster, church crop duster, He's Matt back again. He's back. <laughs> no pun intended again. Hey, James and John, it's church crop duster, Matt. I wonder if he goes to church and like, Hey, y'all remember me? I'm Church Crop Duster Matt. Oh, yeah. We remember you. Go sit in the back. <laughs> well, he's got a new crop dusting story in which he was the victim. Says, I was walking around the local grocery store gathering supplies. That's just kind of funny, gathering supplies. He wasn't <laughs> shopping. He was gathering supplies. Maybe he was going out to a cabin. That's that's what you do when you're going to a cabin. You don't just grocery shop. You're getting supplies. Gathering supplies. Ooh. Well, he was gathering supplies when I saw my friend from church in the middle of one of the aisles I was walking by. I went up to him to say, hey, and as I was breathing in to sound out my greeting, <laughs> I breathed in and inhaled an invisible fart cloud directly <laughs> into my mouth. <laughs> oh. Because uh, he was talking, and he was you know, going to hey, say it, and he went, <laughs> yeah, 
You're, when you always breathe in when you're about to say hey, you're like, hey. Hey. But no, he didn't. And rather than saying hello, he said accusingly, you farted before I walked up, didn't you? <laughs> Which he confessed and apologized. Goodness. <laughs> he, he shouldn't have had to have apologized. If you're alone on an aisle, there is no shame in letting one go. If somebody <laughs> happens to walk up on you, that's on them. I'm just going to say it. No, I I would rather do it while I'm around people because if you're alone in the aisle, everybody's going to know it was you that did you, it. You have to go to a fake aisle. You have to go to an aisle you didn't want to be on and go for it and then walk to the aisle that you're supposed to be on. My kids yeah. still remember a time I did this and I joined <laughs> them on their aisle and they could still smell it. And they said, they still talk about the fart that was an aisle away. <laughs> I think now they claim it was two aisles away, but the story grows with every It time. grows. Yeah. It's, yeah, further further away. Yeah. Well, here, just a little tip, a little point of uh, interest, if you will. Uh, if you're going to crop dust in a grocery store, do it in the laundry detergent aisle. Because, you know, it smells oh, like flowers and stuff. Yeah, here, or, so. or candles or yeah. something. Yeah. Yeah, there's that's the one. Don't do it in the bread aisle. Because people will throw up. They'll think the, the bread is bad. And you can't do the cereal aisle because that's just too much joy right there. You yeah, don't there's mess up too many kids. You, you might end up in, in, incarcerated. I don't know. <laughs> you, I think might it, actually, you might wind up being celebrated. <laughs> yeah, that was awesome, dude. Do it again. <laughs> Anyways. I don't uh, think anyone else is like you, John. I think oh. it's just you and, and yours. You and your family and everybody else thinks farts are weird. Yeah, I it's probably <laughs> true. I mean, we've built a whole story about farts. They're not even really funny, just to be honest. I just so you know, I don't really find them amusing at all. Oh. Anyway, so the guy Yeah, during his conversation, he he uh it was during their conversation that he I began to feel the effects of breathing in poo particles. <laughs> Thing. quite a bit and quite hard and had a bad cough the next day oh gosh really i began coughing up parts of my lung Ugh. and they were brown Ugh. i had to be hospitalized yes and they the doctor said i had a condition called crop dustitis and that's why i continue to crop dust people in church it's all because of my friend <laughs> i made all that up <laughs> sounds <laughs> says, real <laughs> sounded real it was real to me crop dustitis yes <laughs> until you anyways hopefully this made y'all laugh as you always make me laugh your friendly neighborhood church crop duster matt mccall charleston, charleston. Char matt you, you you shouldn't call yourself a crop duster you should have a higher esteem for yourself you know yeah you should come up with a, a title befitting a, a person because you don't want to, you don't want that on your tombstone someday. And the and the rate you're going, this is as famous as you're gonna be. And and they're gonna they're gonna somebody's gonna hear. You know what? I know he didn't ask for it, but he was really well known on this show as Church Crop Duster Matt. So His I no think churches were safe. I think he would be very blessed if we paid for a few extra characters in front of his name, Church Crop Duster. Matt lies here, you know, that kind yeah. of thing. I don't think he would want that, but 
So just, I don't know. I don't know. We, we love you as you are, Matt McCall. You don't have to be the church crop duster if you don't want to be. But anyway, here's a story from Emily Schreer. Schreer. Sure. As, I mean, how close am I on that one? Emily Schreer. Share. 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 It's S-C-H-E-R-R-E. You try it, people. Gary? Oh, Sherry. I don't know how that song goes. So um, here we go. Here's a better story than the awful one I sent you previously. It wasn't awful. It was just really long. It was like a long story. She And I feel bad when people send us long stories. So I'll use this moment as an uh, opportunity to tell people, don't send really long stories because we can't read them on the show. We have to have stories that will be read in about three or four minutes. So anyway, I was grocery shopping and I always feel bad. I always feel really bad when I take them out of the out of my list of potential mm. stories because I'm like yeah. these people poured out their heart and soul and they really 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 worked hard on this but it's unusable on this format, you know, with the podcast thing. So, anyway. I'll have to put them in my book. Yeah, there we go. We'll just put them in a book someday. I was grocery shopping uh when a woman came up to me and said, "How old?" And I thought I, I ought to be used to this question by now, she says, but I freak out internally every time. Like, how old is what? How, how do you, how do I know you? Where, were we having a conversation? And then my brain caught up and I realized that the stranger was talking about my two tiny people that I have in my shopping cart. <laughs> <laughs> so I, it's still a strange way to start a guy. How, how old? You know? How old? Uh, what? It is weird. <laughs> weird. Uh, Who are you? <laughs> yeah, Exactly. I told her they were uh, one and three years old. Without any further small talk, the woman looked unblinkingly into my eyes and stated in a very serious tone, if I could do it all again, I would never give them a chicken nugget. Oh, was all I could think to say. She went on, a hint of desperation behind her intense glare. If you don't give them chicken nuggets, they can't ask for them. She raised her eyebrows as if to, to drive home the point. If they don't know what a chicken nugget is, they can't ask for them every day. Yeah, that's a good point. I said, uncertain okay. how best to escape this person, the chicken, chicken nugget lady. Then the woman sighed deeply and walked away. That sigh left me wondering what sort of chicken nugget Hades the woman had been living through. The maker so desperate to communicate its avoidance to a complete stranger. <laughs> so for all you listeners out there, Emily has a message. The chicken nuggets are a trap. Say no <laughs> to chicken nuggets before it's too late. If you have if you have given a chicken nugget to a kid, you might find yourself in the twilight nugget zone. No, 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 no. Man, people are so weird, dude. Yeah. I I bet you em, uh, Emily had your shirt. Yeah, talk, talk stupid, stupid to me. To me. me. Yes, yep. that's why we sell that shirt in the store at nlcast.com. You click on store and you go and you buy the talk stupid to me shirt. And I'll tell you, people will um, people will do it. They'll come up to you and say stupid things, and you, they, you can write will. in to the show. So see, we are providing the opportunity for you to be a content provider to that story show simply by buying. A talk to stupid to me shirt. Yeah. My <laughs> wife won't let me. She will not. I mean, I can wear it, but she will not go out with me if I have it on. 
<laughs> like I have to be on a solo mission gathering supplies. Yeah. Um, yeah. By for myself for my camping trip. Uh, if she's with me and I, I have to change shirts. So she will not, mm. she, she just doesn't want to be there. And I'm like, it doesn't, it doesn't going to change anything. People are still going to come up and talk to me like that. So anyway, <laughs> uh, cause you emanate it. Yes. All right. Well, let's, uh, listen to a, uh, voicemail. This comes to us from Daniel Lewis and, uh, it's called, I call it hick yawn. Here we go. Hey, James, John and Christian. This is Daniel Lewis. Uh, this is a story. I might mention it's a bit old. <laughs> <laughs> this is from the archives. This We're is, going back in time right I, now. It was an oopsie. It's one I didn't see until today. And I'm like, oh man, this one got left. It got lost. <laughs> and so it's like finding a French fry at the bottom of the bag after you yes. were well and done with French fries, you know, <laughs> and it's cold and it's not even really a French fry anymore, but you still want to eat it. That's yep. what this, this voicemail is. Okay. So here we go. Here we go. About two bodily functions happening at the same time. And no, John, it's not what you're thinking. Uh, oh. So anyway, the other night I was in the grocery store. I uh, was uh-huh. going through the produce section, and it was a little later at night. It was actually kind of kind of crowded in there for being as late as it was. And uh, <laughs> so, being tired, I started to yawn, and this is when my my body thought, "Hey, you know, while I'm yawning, I might as well kill two birds with one stone. How about a hiccup too?" And so, yeah, I'm walking through, and all of a sudden, the sound comes out of me, kind of like <laughs> like that. <laughs> Sorry, I just blew your ears out, but. Uh, yeah. So that came out of me, and uh, so all I could do was just kind of hang my head in shame and move on to the snack aisle and walk by. Don't know if anybody look at me. I'm a moron. Uh, but, yeah, looking in hindsight, I, I probably should have um, just clutched my chest and, you know, just act like I dropped dead there on the floor. At least I would have gotten some attack, sympathy yeah. out of it. Poor guy. He just, he just died right there by the grapes. So. But yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed that, and uh, I'll talk to you later. Bye. Oh, great story, Daniel. <laughs> have, you, have you ever had that happen to you before? I have. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's except it, there was no yawn involved. It just. Oh gosh, it, it's bad though, because yawning is an enjoyable thing for me. I love a good yawn. You know, mm, it'll yeah. send chills sometimes, and and you're just in the middle of one, mouth full open, and then that hiccup comes. And it's it siphons that <laughs> air the wrong way. <laughs> you do. You sound like a daggum crow out of a Disney movie or something. <laughs> or a parrot uh, on a on a on a umbrella. You mean a vulture? A vulture. <laughs> <laughs> vulture. John's rewriting Disney history as we hey, speak. What we do. All right. So what do we got here? How do you pronounce that word, John? Bocce. Bocce. Okay. Bocce. Yeah. Yeah, B-O-C-C-I. It's a game that right. you use these uh, spherical objects. Well, this co- okay. story is called hey Bocce Debacle. Bocce Debacle. Bocce Debacle. Hey, guys. Here's a story that I hope is appropriate enough for your show. I'm actually a little nervous now. Uh-oh. So I hope it's appropriate, too. <laughs> a long time ago, when I was 15, we had a family reunion camping trip. Sounds awesome. One day, all my uncles, male cousins, and I started a game of bocce ball. For anyone who doesn't know what that is, it's a game where two or four players or teams 
are given two colored balls, usually green and red. I'm just throwing that one in there. Yeah, I've, I've, I have to, no clue about this game, so I'm glad he described it. Ah, really? Yeah. Okay. Never heard of it. Um, I think uh, I think in the UK they call it like bowling, or they they play this game on bowling greens. Oh. So like this big grassy area that's a little bit kind of of a hill to it, sort of flattened. Anyways, they... they they try to uh, toss them as close as possible to a small white ball that was tossed at the beginning of the game. So you're just throwing these spherical yeah. objects, trying to get, you know, it's, it's like Quidditch, except different. Yeah. I, I mean, in almost every way, except there's a vulture yeah. somehow. And there, yeah, there's, there's no, no, there's no vulture in this one. You don't so, know how mom, Quidditch works, John. Don't even act like it. You know nothing right. about the world of Harry Potter. I I know that there's a seeker. Uh-oh. And there's a keeper. Uh-huh. And there's a guy with a bat. What is his name? What is Bludgeoner? His... That's the bat. <laughs> but what oh. is he? What is his job? He is a How do you know these things if you don't watch the movies or read well, the books? I did see the first one oh. and I do have a good memory. Okay. And, uh, I thought you were anti Harry Potter for some reason. Oh no, no, my son's read all of them. Oh, and uh, both of the it's boys a, actually. The answer is beater. By the way, a beater. I was close. Yeah, so close. Anyways, none of those exist in Bocce. Okay. None of them. Sorry. <laughs> now my mom is a self-appointed family photographer, and she gets a little snap happy when everyone's together. She makes everyone stop eating to all face the camera. You know how moms are. Yep. And everyone has to stop playing a card game and face a camera. And she rounds up each individual family unit, and makes them pose for a picture. It gets very old very fast. So <laughs> Not for her. No, no. She loves it. That's what moms do. Or at least some of them. His mom. So uh, when she sees all of us playing bocce ball, she runs over and tries to get us to stop and pose. And so my mom, just wanting to get the perfect picture, doesn't think about what she's about to say and ordered us to... Hold our balls and smile. <laughs> hey, honey. Hey, guys. Hold your balls and smile. <laughs> you all right there, John? Yeah, I just went a little Zach Galifianakis on us for a second there. Um, <clears throat> so she immediately understands what she says and turns bright when she says, no. That's not what I meant. <laughs> she yells over our laughter, screaming laughter. And somewhere uh, there's a picture of me and my cousins holding the bocce balls a little lower than necessary <laughs> with smiles bigger than any of our other pictures uh, from that week. So uh, I hope this makes you laugh and, and smile at least as half as much as it did us that day. And that comes to us from James. Uh, good name. And, good story. <laughs> and that's awesome. Uh, I would have done the same thing. And I would have been very mischievous. And, and in fact, I can't even talk about bocce because of the balls that <laughs> you have to play with. See, when I was a children's pastor, I don't remember what it was, but, oh, we, we would play games. And sometimes they would have uh, balls with them. And, ping pong balls. And, or yeah, ping pong balls, balls or, or beach balls or anything like that. And, and I would get so, I don't, in my own head... For some reason, I always imagine that I'm being I, 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 I always imagine that I'm being heard by someone else 
Okay. Yeah. Like, right? like I'm being judged by someone else and I'm hearing my own voice through their ears. Okay. Yep. And the kid it, that I'm hearing myself through is a, is a, uh, a bad little kid that, that reads into everything <laughs> I say and thinks everything is bad and funny. And so yep. I could never just come out and say balls from the stage so I, right, would, right. I would I would use the yeah. word spheres. <laughs> say right. we're gonna pass the spheres up to the front. Girls, the, you bring your spheres. Yeah, you bring your spheres over on this side. And 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 guys, you bring your spheres over here. It was especially important during offering time <laughs> because we had we had little uh ping pong balls that the kids would trade uh their offering for, and I bought I made a vacuum. Um, oh yeah, and I made a vacuum with lights in it and stuff, <laughs> and the kids would bring their balls to the front and vacuum their balls, in, and then I would say, "Bring your offering balls and vacuum them up." <laughs> and see, and and I'd hear myself through that bad little boy's ears. <laughs> I'm hearing and, yourself through the bad little boy. See? Too. <laughs> and so offering balls became a thing, and and I had to cut start calling them something oh. else, like spheres. It's, it's like it was it was bad news. So there goes our clean rating too. By the way, but sorry, it's it's rated for ten and up. So if you, if you got a ten year old that's never laughed at the the word balls, then I don't know who you who you are. Um, this is uh, from anonymous or Lucy, and it's from 2015. Back to the vault. <laughs> I know, I know. It says, "Hi, James and co-host." I've only listened up to episode 41 where you're still named nobody's listening, but I wanted to send you a story anyway. And I'm sorry if my jokes are outdated. Before, well, if they were then, they sure are now. <laughs> <laughs> it's been five years, hon. Uh, before I start the story, I'm un, I must mention that I had at least one brother who is my twin. And no, we're obviously not identical if we are different genders. So- hmm. My brother would think he knew everything and he would make up stories, how to prove how he figured out uh, what he knew. And he also never admitted that he was lying. So the funny thing was, I always believed him, except when he was obviously lying to our faces. So my brother loved video games and the Wii and everything. I was born in 2003. And he said... Yeah that on new super Mario brothers, he had beat the last level. And every day we were only allowed one hour on whatever screen we chose. And I would spend the day after day trying to beat the last level. I never got around to beating it, but I did start to realize that he was probably lying to me. So I asked him to show me. And the thing was, he actually did not beat the very last level. He used these unknown things to a five-year-old mind, which were called cheat codes. And he beat <laughs> the last level, but nothing else in the game. And she says, P.S. Being twins, we peed on the toilet seat at the same time. <laughs> and that's, that's why weird. that's why I included it into the, to the episode, because the story, <laughs> the story was not good. It's just, By the way. <laughs> but just just randomly say, and by the way, we peed at the same time on the toilet. <laughs> That's how to get your crappy story into our show. 
so so Lucy was twelve uh, uh, when this came in. And now she's seventeen. Apparently, she says, "Please use this on the show. I just want to feel realized for once." Well, you're realized. Um, you and everybody knows you and your brother peed on the same toilet. So that's weird. LOL. At the same time. At the same time, they're twins, man. I don't understand twins. And I, uh, I don't either. And I, 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 now I realize I understand them even less than I did before. <laughs> <laughs> and that I don't want to understand them in their weird twin ways. So oh, uh, I think I think we're going to finish it right there. I think that's All a right. good place to start. We went a little over time today, but I that's good. I feel like that's my fault. No, it's good because the, the shows my wife and I did, the last couple of them were, were short. And oh. I don't quite know why. I don't think we talked as much as you and I do between stories, but... Um, it was the same content. We just didn't, we just got through it faster somehow. Uh, so <laughs> I hope people appreciate this uh, super long episode and, uh, that, that'll do it. That'll do it. So, Hey, 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 do you have a story about peeing on the toilet at the same time as your twin sister? Well, keep it to yourself, weirdo. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Hey, did you have to spend Christmas finding water? Like it was 1918. I don't know. Uh, have you ever been beaten down by an umbrella from 150 inches in the sky? Uh, what about? Uh, are you a crop duster that, that crop got duster. got payment, <laughs> yeah. a repayment? Uh, I don't know. Whatever your own medicine. Whatever your story is, if it's uh, if it's funny or something, send it in. Email our audio to thatstoryshow at gmail.com. And if we used your story this episode, we owe you a sticker. If uh, Email us your address, and we'll send it out to you. Thatstoryshow.com is the website. Follow us on Instagram at thatstoryshow. And review our um, podcast in Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to us, because that helps. We like reviews, except for the one-star review we got this week. It was <gasps> one star, and they didn't even write anything. They just... The, the word FR. I don't know what that means, but I think Something it was, about chicken nuggets, probably. Probably. Thanks to our patrons for your support. With special thanks to James Spangler, Jennifer Kennison, Eric Kube, Janusz Streisbeck, and Carrie Wright. Join the club. Get more from your favorite podcast today at patreon.com slash thatstoryshow. And remember, when something weird, annoying, embarrassing, gross, or painful happens to you, don't get stressed. Just think, hey, this belongs on That Story Show. Did you know using your browser in incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? Take back your privacy with IPVanish VPN. Just one tap and all your data, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be instantly protected. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. Use IPVanish on all your devices, anytime you go online at home and especially on public Wi-Fi. Get IPVanish now for 70% off a yearly plan with this exclusive offer at IPVanish.com audio. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.